we are starting our new series called, that is called Live Free. And I'm just like reading that title excites me. <laughs> and, uh, and our church, our desire is for everybody. There's three things that we desire for everybody. And the first one is to know God. The second one is to live free and then to make disciples. And uh, to know God speaks about um, to be born again, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be baptized in water, and also to start walking in Christian principles. You know, that's uh, things like praying and fasting and reading your Bible and uh, testifying, you know, sharing your faith with others and gathering together, like coming to church, right? <laughs> um, and then li live free speaks about foundations, laying those Christian foundations in your life and um, repenting from wrong beliefs. And then freedom, uh, break free from sin and hurts and family, where you start to serve um, as a part of this family. And we're not speaking about that, but if you want to join our dream team, you are more than welcome. We're happy to have you. And uh, then lastly is to make disciples. That is where you start sharing your testimony with other people and also inviting them to join you on this journey as you follow Christ. So our new series will f um, focus on the live free part. And today we are speaking about the freedom part, breaking, breaking free from sin and past hurts. I'm going to try my best to say past and not past. <laughs> As I was like reading through it earlier, I was like, then I'm past, then I'm past. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to try <laughs> um, to put on my, I don't know, fake Cajun accent. <laughs> uh, let's start off by reading Galatians 5 verse 1. It says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Now, Paul knew exactly what he was saying there because he knew us, right? We were set free by Jesus and then again, <laughs> we don't stand firm and then we get burdened again. Um, and that's not why Jesus died, right? Um, Psalms 118 verse 5 says, Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. So many scriptures in the Bible that speaks about um, being free. Romans 6 verse 18. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. This is an awesome scripture. Um, Romans 6 14. For sin have no dominion over you since you are not under the law but under grace. This is my favorite scripture. Uh, I love it so much. I got it tattooed on my leg. <laughs> By the way, if you wanted to know that. <laughs> Oh, that's a great joke over there. It's not a joke, it's truth. But um, <laughs> um, anyways, so we have experienced this many times in our lives, that when we start to make decisions to grow spiritually, then it all of a sudden feels like you've given out your number to the spam uh, headquarters, right? Do you get spam calls? Oh, my goodness. I call her, it's spam, my friend that's calling me. You know, when my kids are asking, who's calling? I'm like, it's just spam, my friend. Um, she's calling me again. But, and it's so true in our lives too. When we start to make these decisions to grow and to take God on, on His word and to stand for things we believe in, then all of a sudden it feels like we get this pushback in the spiritual world. Pushback from the enemy. And, um, but you know what? Just because you're getting pushback doesn't mean that you have to sit down. Because many times when we feel that pushback, we decide to rather sit down because we feel like probably not the right thing to do and then we just back down and um, but really it is it means that you're on the right track you are doing the right things and you're on to something good something that God wants you to step into 
Now, in order for us to break free, we need to identify fully with the cross and our new identity that the cross won for us. Uh, Philippians 3 verse 16 says, only let us live up to what we have already attained. And we attained that freedom in the cross, in what Jesus did for us. Man, I'm so thankful for Jesus. Yo, <laughs> every time I read things like this, I'm just like super thankful. Because I think I would be really bad at following the whole law. Oh, yeah. I don't think it would be that good. So I'm very thankful for Jesus and what he did and paid for at the cross for me. So God attained full freedom for us on the cross. And we inherit that freedom by faith and applying God's principles to our realities. Right? So he paid for it. And just because he paid for it doesn't mean it automatically happens in my life. I have to apply those principles to my life. And I have to take those things and press into it and um, into my realities, into my day-to-day -day life. Um, it would have been great if I didn't even know about these things and it would just happen in my life. <laughs> right? But like all things, we need to take hold of it and um, put faith behind it and then walk in it. And then we'll see the amazing freedom there is in Jesus. So in order for this freedom to fully manifest, we must often identify all the things that prevent us from breaking free, right? Uh, things that are keeping us bound. Now, it's clear from Scripture, like we've read now, that God wants to set us free and He wants us to live free. And uh, so today we're going to speak about inner hurts, and that's one of the biggest chains binding us and keeping us bound to unhealthy behaviors that we call or say that are sins or sin patterns. And that is keeping us from being free. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good. So it's things like addictions, anger outbursts, rebellion, offense, uh, bitterness, shame. I mean, there's, there's a lot. I'm going to name them all. So there's a lot of those. And many times we try and deal with these unhealthy behaviors before we have gotten healing from our past wounds. And um, from the hurts from our past. Ah, see? Past and past. <laughs> and many of these hurts from our past are the results of unmet core needs. So we all have core needs, and um, I know there's a lot of, out there on the internet. Um, if you, you Google a little bit about core needs, you'll find a whole lot of things that people say about it and uh, different opinions. But basically, core needs are aspects of personal health that are critical to our overall well-being. So these core needs need to be met. And many times they are not met. And when they're not met, the opportunity is there for a wound to form. Okay? And then in that moment, also a lie to form in our hearts because of our unmet need. Okay? So when you're young, your parents are supposed to fulfill these needs, meet these needs. But then it's really only supposed to last until you are old enough to get these meet needs met in God. So the idea was always from God's side that he will fulfill those needs when we're old enough to know that he's our father and, you know, to get the truth out of scripture. So before we go a little deeper, um, we first have to just look at what these core needs are. All right, so let's, uh, <clears throat> let's read them. I put them on there for you. It's a little small, but I know you can see well. <laughs> um, the first one is physical needs. We have those, <laughs> right? Water, food clothes. Some have a little bit more need in the clothes area. The woman said a little extra, you know. <laughs> but we all at least have the need to be clothed. <laughs> well, you're supposed to have that need, right? <laughs> I'm just messing. We all have that need for clothing and a roof over your head 
And then we have safety and security needs. That is, you know, to be healthy, to be safe, to have income, to be provided for. Then we have relational needs. This is, um, and I just have to say they're not in any hierarchy form. It's just, I just put them there. So it's not the one is um, more important than the other. Relational needs, love, community, intimacy, and acceptance. And then action, acknowledgement needs. Yo, that's a big word. <laughs> Respect, value, and recognition. And then self-actualization, personal success and achievements, and transcendent needs, significance, legacy, spiritual connection with God. So these are our general basic needs that we have as human beings. And then when one or more of these are not fulfilled, they cause that wound or a hurt. And that wound can then lead, like I said, to us believing something that is not true, a lie about God and about ourselves. And that leads us uh, to getting these needs filled with unhealthy behavior that compensates for that need. All right? And this is the cycle that we're going to speak about today. The one that God wants to bring healing to and truth to so that we can be free. And I am really excited to be free. <laughs> and I have a desire to be free from things that's been holding me back for so many years. And uh, so I want to show you this next picture. JJ mocked my picture. He said the one looks like a duck. It's not a duck. It does look a little bit like a duck, like a yellow squeaky duck. Quacky for the, okay, anyway. It's not a duck. Let me tell you what it is. <laughs> so the circle on your right, this is God's idea for you to be a full, complete Imagine that circle is like round, okay? Don't judge my circle. I have to draw it with my finger. <laughs> All right, so that's the idea for us to be complete and whole. All our needs made in God. But the reality is we look a little bit more like the other one. Because even if you had the best parents, it's not, they are not able to fulfill all our needs because they are not God. So we all end up looking like that, you know, something like that because of, of these unmet needs. So if you trying to figure out what I'm saying is I, I don't want you to be a duck. I want you to be a circle. Um, maybe that's what you'll remember. I don't know if that's going to help you. <laughs> but um, that's so corny. But <laughs> Anyways, I won't go into that. I know, but I'm, never mind. This is an inside joke, and I won't go into that now. All right. So I want to give you an example for how this can play out in our lives. So let's say your need for love and intimacy and recognition wasn't filled as a child, right? Your dad was supposed to fulfill this need, but you didn't have a good relationship with him growing up. He didn't know how to show love because he grew up a certain way and he didn't know how to show love to you. He might have loved you, but just, you know, had a very odd way of showing it. And um, because of that, you started... And the, the only times when you got some recognition from your dad was when you performed. Um, and then it was short-lived as well. And because of this need that wasn't met by God, you started looking for love in all the wrong places. You started fulfilling that need with all the wrong things, with unhealthy behavior. Let's say with sexual promiscuity. And you became a very angry person. Having anger outbursts and uh, you know, rather pushing people away because then you are kind of rejecting them and they can't reject you. And you started believing lies that you are not important because of this rejection from your dad. And you also believe, started believing this lie that you had to perform to be loved. 
all of this just because of that one or two needs wasn't fulfilled by your dad when you were younger. And because of this, you, this has caused you to find your identity in performance and uh, in your career and even in church. You believe that you have to perform for God to see you. And um, that's just one short example um, how this can play out in your life. You know, the base would be for you just to fill in those blanks. What happened to you and what are you doing to where you are today? So the question is, what are you missing or what did you miss growing up as a child? Right, so like I mentioned before, is our unhealthy behaviors fills those unmade needs. So you might feel like your needs are being met, but really they're just being met and filled with those unhealthy behaviors and not with God. And we know from reading scripture that God wants to fill our needs and they want, he wants those needs to be met in him. So one of the ways to identify um, you know, which core need wasn't met when you were young is to start with um, your unhealthy behaviors. So that's the list that I hand out to you this morning. You can turn them around, get them closer, and I hope you can see in our very lit cinema. Um, so that's a list of all, there might be more, but that's a quite a big list of um, unhealthy behaviors. And what I want us to do now is to go through that list, and I want you to look at it and just stay with yourself. Don't mind your person next to you's business. Um, and ask, not, you don't even have to ask the Holy Spirit anything, because we know, <laughs> we know these things, right? Um, and it's not just if you've seen this in your life once or twice. It's when, you are, when it's clear to you that this is a pattern in your life, um, that this is definitely one of the unhealthy behaviors that you run to, to fulfill those needs. And while you read this, you will also see some, uh, some things that might be true for you in the past. Like you will read it and you could say, oh, I used to do that, but I don't anymore. And that shows you that you have gotten healing from something or God has set you free from an, um, something in your past. All right, so I want you to take some time now and just go ahead and you can circle them, uh, whatever is true in your life. Um, for your unmet uh, or your, what do you call it, unhealthy behaviors. So you need to circle this now so that you can, it, it's going to follow like a little process. So um, I'm going to give you some time. Gabe's going to play some music and you can just go ahead. This is something that you can do by yourself when you spend time with God. You don't have to have someone that leads you or um, it's really a tool for you to be able to get healing from these past wounds and to be able to break free from these unhealthy behaviors. And uh, I'm going to end with this, the last part on how to, you know, we did a little bit now, but how to do, do it practically in my life, you know, in the everyday life. So I want us to go back to James 1 verse 14 to 15. And I just want to put our attention to this, in, like I said earlier, in the enticement uh, section. <laughs> like we have this desire, it's our need, and then we have the enticement part where we have the option to go with the flesh or with getting our needs filled in God. And um, this is our T-junction every day. Right? We have, we, we have the option to go 
run to God to get our needs filled in Him and, um, and not run to our unhealthy behaviors. Because if we run that way, we feel like our needs are getting met, but it's only for a little while. You know, this is, I don't want to say the difficult part, but it's the difficult part, you know, because you have to go against these patterns and these addictions and but really just patterns that we have formed in our lives that's been there for a long time. And, um, you know, it can look something like this, just you stepping away from a situation. That's how it can look for you, for you to choose God. It can be just a prayer to say, God, I choose you. And I ask now that you would come and heal my heart. I think many times we do, we keep these things and save it for church or our formal times with God. And we don't involve this to make it a part of our everyday lives. Um, you know, where you can really just in that moment say, God, I choose you. And I pray that you come heal my heart. Thank you that I am being, um, being filled by you and every need that I have is filled in you. Um, it can look like a note that you put on your fridge, <laughs> in your car. Um, just you praying, God, come and heal me. That's one of the biggest things, being aware of this and um, implementing it in your life. Then we know we need to go to scripture. We need to find the truth. Um, many times we think we have the truth, but we don't. It's just things people say. And uh, we know that the truth will go against every lie that we believe. And you need the truth so that you can have something to fight with. Because we know this is a fight. Um, it's not easy to follow God. It's easy to love Him, but to stay the course sometimes we need truth. And that is in Scripture. I mean, if you think about Jesus, how He fought the devil in the desert, in the wilderness. What did He use? Truth, Scripture, right? He didn't just say, hey, I'm Jesus, you back off. He could have done that, right? Because, I mean, he is Jesus and he's God. And I mean, if the enemy came and tried Jesus, he's going to try us. I'm telling you. <laughs> he, had, he was. And I think we forget that he, he's cunning. He's walking around, you know, trying to see, like the Bible says, he's a roaring lion, lion trying to see who he can devour. And that's like an angry lion. That's not the pet lion. That people have, I don't know who has a pet lion, but <laughs> you think it's your pet, then it's not, then it eats you alive, all right? So the enemy is walking around, and uh, so we need this truth. That's what Jesus did. He took the truth out of Scripture. So I'm just going to share one truth for each core need. There's many in Scripture, and that's where you can go and find them for yourself. Um, search. Google is the easiest way. Just search them, get them. Um, we're so privileged to live in a life and time where we have Google. We don't, don't have to have all these thick Bibles to, <laughs> you know, to find the scriptures for us. Um, that's amazing. So I just want to share one or two truths with you. Like if you realize that your, your physical needs weren't met when you were young. And those lies come and tell you that God's not going to take care of you. That you're not important for God. Um, Matthew 6 is a truth that you can stand on. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you would wear. It's not is not life more than food and body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, 
by worrying add a single day to your life. That's some truth to get into your life, truth to stand on, to come against the lies um, that you have started to believe um, about God and about yourself. Then maybe you did not get your safety and your security needs weren't met. And um, Psalms, very known Psalm 91 verse 2, 1 and 2. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. And if that's the truth, then no matter what happens, I can know that I will be okay. But if there's another lie that I believe, then I will constantly live in fear. I will constantly live in stress. And I won't be able to live in the freedom that God has already paid for me for. One for relational needs. Romans 5 verse 17. God has been so kind to us and he has accepted us because of Jesus. And so will, um, we will live and rule like kings. That's <laughs> such an awesome scripture. That God has accepted you. If you feel like you're not accepted, that you're not good enough. You know, God looks at you and he accepts you, loves you the way you are. You do not have to perform for his love. <laughs> you do not have to do anything for him to love you. He accepts you just the way you are. Psalms 86 verse 15. But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Ephesians 1 verse 5. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family. He decided to adopt you. <laughs> he chose you. <laughs> Um, by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. That is what he wanted to do and it gave him, uh, gave him great pleasure. The self-actualization need um, that's for personal success and achievements. Psalms 37 verse 4, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, acknowledgement needs that respect, value, recognition. James 4 verse 10, Humble yourself before the Lord and he will exalt you. And then lastly, transcendence. It's the need for significance and legacy and a connection, spiritual connection with God. Whoever finds life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Second wow. <laughs> Corinthians says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit will be with you all. And there's, like I said, many more scriptures that you can go and find. And I just wanted to share one or two of those with you to let you know that there is a lot of truth out there that could come and help you to be free. You know, and it's, it's more than just the magnet on the fridge and getting the scripture, but the biggest thing of it all is to give God the rightful place in our lives. And I've realized in my own life that that's many times the problem. That's why I'm struggling to get free from these things. That's why I'm struggling to get healing because I don't get give God the rightful place in my life that he deserves. I allow all kinds of other things to fulfill this desire and this need for him. And really it's just by putting him first and allowing time for God in your day. Don't you think it's about time that we say, we stop saying that I don't have time to spend time with God? I'm like, how long are we still going to say that? Like, how long have you served God? Like five years, ten years, you can answer for yourself. And we always think when this season goes by, then I'll have more time. When just, you know, after Christmas, then I'll have more time. Oh, when my baby's just like three years old, then I'll have more time. 
uh, when I'm done studying. And then finally we get to when I'm like uh, retired and then you get there and you're like, ah, it's kind of busy. Um, <laughs> it's always going to be busy. <laughs> it's never going to be like you wake up and you have nothing to do <laughs> and you have money. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> they would all be like kind of rich, right? Um, It's time to give God that place in our lives. If we want to see what God's desire for us is to live free and be free, we have to be serious about this. And, you know, this morning when I started praying, it doesn't even take a lot. I didn't have a band next to me on the couch, like a live band. I had a band, like on my phone, but <laughs> we all do have those, right? It just took time. It just took me getting up when I could have slept, sitting on the couch, started to just put on some worship music and just ask God to show me these things in my life. And he's so faithful because in that moment, I, know I was glad it wasn't early because I didn't put on my mascara yet, so nothing smudged. <laughs> You know, it's in, by getting that healing, it often starts with you just spending time with God, allowing the Holy Spirit to come, you crying in His presence, letting go of bitterness, anger, unforgiveness, and just asking that Holy Spirit to come and heal your heart and redeem those wounds and those memories. So lastly, I want to pray you, play you, and you might have listened to this in the past, it's kind of old, um, I want to play you just a love letter from God and I want to ask you just to close your eyes and listen to this as if God the Father is saying this to you. And after that, we will close the service. Just allow these words to penetrate your heart. And if you still have that wall between you and God, take this moment to break down that wall. And it's in a decision that you break down that wall where you say, yes, God, I, I'm allowing you into my life. I'm allowing you into my heart into the deepest parts of my heart. Thank you guys. The words you are about to experience are true. They will change your life if you let them. For they come from the very heart of God. He loves you, and He is the Father you have been looking for all your life. This is His love letter to you.
I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake. For all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you, simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could, for I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand. For I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope. Because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand on the seashore. And I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you. You are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul. And I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart. For it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine for I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my son Jesus. For in Jesus my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I love that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me. And nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child?
Gabe, if you can just play us some background music. I just want to give you an opportunity today to tell God that you are making a decision today to get your needs met by Him and that you're deciding today that you're going to start this journey to get healing for your wounds so that you can be free. So with every eye closed, I just want to invite you if you're making that decision today that you can you can raise your hands and just as a, a declaration of saying god i choose you i no longer choose all these other things i no longer choose to to run to all these other things to for my fulfillment Holy Spirit, I pray that you would come over us now and that we would experience your acceptance and the love that you have for us. And Holy Spirit, I pray as we journey and take this journey further that you would come and you'd heal our hearts, you'd heal our lives, and that we will be able to walk in that freedom that Jesus already paid for on the cross. Thank you that you are our Father. And that you, our, that you have us on your heart. And that your desire is for us to be walking close with you. Lord, I pray in every moment that we have a decision to make to either run to all these dysfunctional behaviors or run to you, God, that we will hear the whisper of the Holy Spirit, a reminder of the Holy Spirit, of this moment that we will be able to run to you God and thank you that you'll bring your truth to the lies that we've believed for so many years that have keep that are, that have been keeping us bound thank you that your truth will come and shatter those lies I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus amen